What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Hello, babe. Hello there, Sapphire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How did I just get sucked into the aim of the show? <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing the big bopper, but... Uh, <laughs> But it, it reminded me of, uh, you know, of uh, Kingfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Hello there, Sapphire. Right. It's, it's, all, it's all racially related, you know. <laughs> Good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. It's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I got to think of some better greetings. I always have a lame mm-hmm. greeting. You do. Sorry. <laughs> Dear listeners, send in some suggestions for my new tagline greeting. Uh, like, please, they hey just bitches. They just <laughs> hello, Archie. <laughs> George. <laughs> oh man! So what's been going on besides this crazy heat wave, y'all? Global warming in effect. Oh, <laughs> like California warming. Yeah, only got a year's worth of water left. This is that's yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Job just got real. Yeah, <laughs> turn up for what? Turn up for the drought, nigga. <laughs> Seriously, water. You know? water. Yeah, I'm about to get one of those um those California desert friendly yards. Yeah, oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm getting in the back and the front. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of it, dude. I haven't watered my grass in forever anyway. I, that's one of the things I wish I wish more people did. That seems yeah. like that's that's the move right now. Mm-hmm. Shit, we live in a desert. Let's accept it. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. They they and the city will pay or not pay you, but they 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 will pay for it. Right. Really? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I can afford to do it because it won't cost me anything. Well, I know. <laughs> Tell my mama. Hey, mama, get some, get a desert friendly, get a desert friendly lawn. Yeah, you don't have to water it. You don't have to, well, very little water, if, right. if at all, and then you don't have to uh, also you don't have to pay 
pay or expend energy yourself cutting the lawn and stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm done. I'm to like win win. Yeah, yeah. And those and those uh, DWP prices are ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And if I get another seven hundred dollar DWP bill. <laughs> Yeah, that's my uh, the height of mine in the winter, uh, thanks to my dad and his electric uh, heater. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that electric heater is it, like it, a- yeah, it's a motherfucker boy. Mm. Yeah, no joke. Better get pop some blankets. That's- <laughs> I'm cool. Nigga, you think I ain't, you know what I'm saying? The next five gifts he getting is going to be thermal underwear, uh, you know. Uh, Electric drops. Yeah. Mink, mink line blankets. Okay. It's still cold. Goose down pillows. I'm, I mean. I'm cold, son. A, remember that? Eddie Murphy? I'm going to get Oh, up. it's cold, baby. It's so cold, It's so cold. Why it's so cold it's, it's, Why it's so cold in here, baby? Yeah, I'm just going to straight get like some kind of winter catalog from the East Coast and just buy them shit from out of that. And yeah. be like, here, nigga. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that heater going to get kidnapped. Right. I don't know what happened. He going to go to church and that shit going to come up missing. With it. It's going to be a, nothing but ransom a ransom note. note. <laughs> if you're reading this, it's too hot. The DWP bill is too hot. It's going to be a, a picture of his heater with a DWP bill in front of it. Talking about, have you seen me? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> On the side of a milk carton, nigga, right. like what? <laughs> Missing. For real, though, man. That shit is no joke, man. That shit have is breaking seen, me. Have you seen my electric heater? Oh, man. <laughs> that is no joke. Yeah, we've been warning them since last year, man, but it's just not. You he know, gonna he called learn it, today. He, he called himself <laughs> cutting back, but he gonna see cutting back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cut out. But yeah, so what's up with y'all? What what D what's uh, D Weasel? What's uh, been going I, on, I, man? I uh, I started uh, starting to get ready for today's marathon. Started working out for the day's marathon this week. You no, know, what you really been doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about CPG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this part down real good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna die. Okay, I'm gonna die. Okay. I'm die. <laughs> uh, seriously, man, all, all I did this week was let some chocolate melt in my car, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> he told me to stop. I bought some chocolate. You know, you know, say dark, dark chocolate is good for you. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, right. yeah, right. shit. Right. I like, Antioxidants. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I like my women and, and my chocolate the same way. Hey. <laughs> Hot, dark, and sweet. Hey. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so I, I, I went to Trader Joe's. I'm like, I'm gonna have some snacks while you know while, while going through the shiznit, and it's hot out there. <laughs> and by the time I got here, man, it's like it, it just it was liquid. It was Ooh. I had I, it was like it was a uh, dark chocolate with uh, with uh, with almonds in it. Mm. So I was gonna pop some while, you know, while I work, and then like by the time I get here, it's like it's like the nuts are like <laughs> hanging out the day. It look it looks like bad diarrhea, really, <laughs> as opposed to good diarrhea. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like the nuts are like uh, percolating. You know, boop, 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 boop. Well, I think I think bad diarrhea is anytime nuts are involved. <laughs> if you're mixing diarrhea and nuts, it's bad. bad, bad, bad. I got almonds in my chocolate. But uh, yeah, so anyway, man, it was like I, I learned today, man. You, you don't don't buy uh, unless unless you're gonna take it and put it in the refrigerator right right away. Kids, buy the chocolate, put it in the refrigerator. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. happened to me before. Mm-hmm. I, that's why when he. Uh, 
when uh, D Weez came to the studio, he was like, "Man, I bought some chocolate and I said it melted." He was like, "Fuck you, then." <laughs> he's Mr. Like, know it all. Like, How did everyone know this? Because <laughs> it's a thousand degrees outside. <laughs> was I absent from school that day? I, don't know. I thought I was gonna get here before it melted. <laughs> like, my air con- the air conditioning in my car is dead, so that that I guess that influenced it. Yeah, that definitely exacerbated the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Charlie B, what's been up with you? Well, speaking of putting it in the front and the back. Say what? I had to get. <laughs> who, was, who was talking about putting it in the front you, and the back? You said you Squeeze had to put me, your, slap me, pull my hair. You said Squeeze you had to me, put your lawn in the front and the oh, back. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I said, speaking of which, I had to get Nicki Minaj together real quick this week. I had to uh, do a public service announcement to combat the negative effects of her song truffle butter which is spreading i haven't i haven't heard the song or any of the backlash surrounding it oh well, which is surprising because i'm all over that social media well because it's i think that okay so the song is called truffle butter and i actually like the song it has like a good little like okay. deep house kind of like feel to it sounds like and, something you put on your injuries you right know, truffle, truffle butter. butter yeah uh, it sounded like some some gourmet shit to me, right? <laughs> like some serious straight up foodie stuff, right? And I think that's the overt meaning. She's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, put it. She's class, you know, she's the new classy Nicki Minaj. She eats truffle butter. But oh, okay. do you know the Urban Dictionary uh, definition of truffle butter? I do not. Would you like to hear it? I would. Okay, let me find it. I wrote a phone. song about it. Want to hear? Here we go. <laughs> truffle butter is when you take. Your dick out of the asshole and continue fucking the pussy, and the tan buttery substance that forms around the pussy is the trouble butter. Did you? Wow. Did you hear that? I did hear that. That's disgusting. It is. So it's basically. It's basically. Why am I getting the wrap it up music played over me? Oh, there no, it is. Oh, I was, I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was looking for the song, and oh, I yeah. hadn't heard it, so I thought that was it. Yeah, no, here it is. So. This is it. Yeah. So, kids, all I have to say about truffle butter is... That shit will fuck you up. D- yeah, don't, <laughs> don't try this at home. I can get a. That's, that can, that's how that you get a cause infe- an infection. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the antibiotic industry is fucking co-sponsoring this song. <laughs> but um, that's some disgusting shit. Yeah. Well, look, if you're into, look, I'm. Hey, what you, you're a grown person. If you're a consenting adult, what you do with your body is your business. But I came up with a public service announcement, and it's a catchy little phrase to help you guys out. Go ahead. Let's hear it. V to A is okay. A to V, no way. <laughs> just remember that. Nice, Charlie Bell. You like that? Nice. <laughs> uh, we just... <laughs> that's, that's good shit. Yeah. That's, not, isn't, that sounds like something that we could give to McGruff the Crime Dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or, uh, Truffle butter is a good we... way to get a bacterial vaginosis. Don't do it, y'all. Jeez. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeesh. Yuck. Uh, make me make me want a yeast infection. It, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, talk about things that sound better than what they really are. Yeah, that, that would be, that sounds much better than what it really is. The yeah. Yeah, truffle butter. It sounds. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, God, does does that even feel good? Wow. I, I, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, That's nasty, your girl, baby. Nikki. Mm-hmm. I told you I had to get her together real Have quick. Have another nut or butter peanut butter sandwich cookie. <laughs> 
Anybody remember that? Remember the Nutter Butter Peanut Butter Sandwich Cookie? No, I, I, do. I, I remember the I remember the cookie. I don't remember that commercial. Yeah, yeah, I remember the cookie, not the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we actually had a um, my parents had a from my my dad was just talking about him the other day. Mm-hmm. We had a, a friend who worked at Nabisco, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he used to hook us up. Mm-hmm. Like every time he come by the house, he just bring big old bag of just nothing but all the Nabisco cookies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And every time we went over to the house, I remember it was like opening the cabinets. Mm-hmm. It looked like. Christmas what? <laughs> <laughs> to every little kid. It looked like Christmas, dude. It was nothing. It was just fully stacked with just Nabisco products. Or like what you imagine ridiculous. the ridiculous. Like what you imagine the elves' pantry at the North the Pole Keeblers. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> the elves. Yeah, the yeah. It's like it's like dinner at the Cookie Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> mm, cookie. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Butter, butter, peanut butter. Hmm. Sandwich cookie. What about you, Big D? What's been up with you besides well, putting your lawn in the front in the back? <laughs> you leave it to you to find make make it make it dirty somehow. Yeah, okay. I know. She's you know, always doing stuff like that. You know what hey, I'm Nicki, that's a Nicki Minaj song. Don't blame me. In I ain't invented shuffle butter. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, on a, on a somewhat related note, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday was steak and BJ day, so uh, right. that was cool. I didn't actually have steak. I, I had a hamburger instead. Oh, okay. Fred's down home burgers. Oh, all right. All right. So, um, like the A1 commercial says, what is a hamburger? Right. It's chopped Ro- steak. steak. Yeah, it's chopped not chopped, ham? Not chopped ham. It's <laughs> chopped steak. Yeah, yeah. That's what I told my wife. I was, she was like, we can't do steak because, you know, we got dying and this and that and whatever we're going to do. I was like, oh, hamburger is close enough. You know, we get burgers. You know? Right. <laughs> That's like the, the you know, uh, you're like, let's focus on the important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I was gonna say that's the, <laughs> let's, let's, let's the, deal with the numer- I mean, the denominator rather than the numerator. Right. Don't sweat the small shit, <laughs> so to speak. Right. <laughs> you're like, as long as you don't substitute for the BJ. Right. Have, exactly. You so. have a bologna sandwich on BJ Day. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Damn straight. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was good. So you, you that, know, was, that was good. You know, you get old when you prefer the bologna sandwich. You know? <laughs> well, I guess I ain't old because yeah, I ain't never prefer no bologna sandwich. <laughs> that ain't never gonna happen. <laughs> I don't even like bologna. bologna. <laughs> but the, bologna but has the other, a first name. <laughs> the other part of the celebration went okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was that was good. Yeah, I was surprised. She. Got all fancy and stuff like I can't like your hair is all what? She's like, Yeah, well I went to their website and they were saying you should I was like, What? Okay. Oh, she got into the spirit. <laughs> yeah, oh, she got wow. the spirit of yeah, it. So shout out to uh Steak and BJ Day uh guys and Celebrants. Uh, they, yeah, they they hit me up on now, Twitter too. Now does, uh, does she put a A one steak sauce down there? Yeah, we won't go into details, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know. It was, like, it was tube steak. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's tenderloin, nigga. <laughs> well, but uh, it wasn't gristle. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was good. It was a good, good day, good Yay. day. Yeah, but man, um, <clears throat> besides that though, I've been, I have so many doctors right now. Because, you know, I have this procedure that's coming up in a couple of months. I'm going to have nothing, like, nothing really major. It's, you know, on the level of, like, gallbladder or something like that. But a lot of times before you have these procedures done, like, my brother-in-law, 
he, you know, well, his was major. He had a um, kidney pl- transplant. Mm. But before he had his kidneys done, he had to have, like, his teeth fixed and all these other things. Like, they right. want to, you know. So, you know, not to that level. Mm-hmm. But still, there's, like, all these other hoops and things that I need. these psyche valves and all this other kind of shit that I have to do mm-hmm. before my procedure. And mm-hmm. it was like. Are you trying to become a woman? Uh, I won't either confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm everyone. <laughs> We're just going to start calling him Bruce. <laughs> or Dina. <laughs> the new host of the shit Dina Red. <laughs> but Charlie wouldn't even have to change her name. I know. I love it. She's unisex. I love her. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, man, so I got like all these doctors and everything and whew, just all over like it's like every every other day feels like I'm at some doctor or whatever and this and that and then the whole glaucoma thing I have doctors for that and oh it's crazy mm-hmm. one thing good about the about the uh, the glaucoma it was like one of the first medical conditions I ever got where like it wasn't tied to my weight because <laughs> right. like you you like all those overweight people out there you guys feel me you know anytime you go to a doctor nigga you go to a doctor for an ingrown toenail you know, you know what couldn't hurt if you lose about 50 pounds <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah, really, yeah. right, right. Think I don't know that right Aww. nigga I got athlete's foot what are you talking about <laughs> why do I need to lose weight I mean I understand I need to lose weight but what's that got to do with athlete's foot you know what I'm saying it's like it's whatever like, you go to the doctor for they just want to slip it in it's like yeah Aww. Yes, and I was like waiting for it when I asked. I was like, "What? So glaucoma? What's that from? Or what's that t- link to? Or whatever?" He's like, "He's like, just it's just it's your genes. No one knows. You know, it's nothing you could have done to prevent it or not really." And he's like, "He did slip it. He's like, you know, the same things that you are doing to uh, um, for your other ailments, whatever, mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. that either. Yeah. You know, right. you know, good health is good health. So right. whatever you whatever you do to try to maintain good health or get in good health is not going to hurt that. But it does not. It's not really. There's no link. Right. You know, I was like, oh wow, what a shocker. Because <laughs> wow. like you know, they usually don't wait to hell, man. I mean, even even the fucking the vets try to. I took Casper <laughs> to get his shots. <laughs> He's like you know, you know, hurt it. You know, wouldn't hurt if you lost like fifty pounds. I'm like, what the fuck's that got to do with my dog? <laughs> well, he's got worms, but I'm just saying, okay. you know, it wouldn't hurt if you lost like fifty pounds. <laughs> the same thing happened at the liquor store, man. I go into the liquor store, the wino says, you know, it wouldn't hurt if you lost about fifty pounds. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe the medical industry could be more helpful towards fighting the obesity epidemic if they didn't fat shame motherfuckers. They came to the doctor. For a freaking aspirin. Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, whatever it is. The sad thing is, though, there's a lot of people who need that. It's like they they have no idea about how how their weight is affecting how their weight is affecting them. Really? Yeah, yeah. uh, It's. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? But you were like, really? Like, no. I was like, well, people talk. I mean, you know, uh, Dino and I are pretty smart guys, and it's like. You know, you go and you listen to people, they talk to us like we're idiots. And it's like, it's like people must not know. I mean, it's like people just, you mean if I eat fried chicken every day? I'm gonna gain. Uh, I'm gonna gain uh, a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> people, I don't think that's patronizing to say that big big people don't know that they're big and that 
that it's affecting their they, health? I no, think that's no, no. Uh, um, if uh, you go on go on to Weight Watchers and just to listen to the people talk, mm-hmm. it's like they don't know about portion control. They don't know about what is healthy to eat and what isn't healthy to eat. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's 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 one of the that's one of the reasons why a place like Weight Watchers is so good mm-hmm. because people need to learn how to eat and it's right, like right. they don't know. It's like right. they go in there. It's like hey, I I. I uh, I uh, I eat healthy, and to them having uh, having salad a salad with doused in Thousand Island dressing, oh, right. they consider that healthy. Right. And you know, the reality is, it's not. Right. Right. Um, and there's you know a, a lot of things like that. You know, right. I, I, you know, I only have one beer. <laughs> you know, they don't realize the things that they can cut out of their diet. Right. 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 Okay. That's true. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of times you can know something is wrong but you mm-hmm. still need guidance and support to know what is the right alternative yeah, i think right. that that makes sense you know or to have a a strategy for how to address the problem mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. well that's it let's go go ahead and get into it news and noteworthy the shiznit <laughs> D. Weasel over there working on his typing skills. <laughs> type up, typing up his resignation letter. <laughs> I ain't gonna type up. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> oh man! Well, have you guys been following Charlie? B? I'm sure you have uh, the SAE fuckery. It's oh, yeah. in full bloom. Um, wow. <laughs> well, you know what? My thing is. There's, we don't talk. Well, I was going to say, we don't. Well, I guess it's true. We don't talk about racism that much on this show, um, because I mean, if we wanted to, we could talk about it every single, every single show, like a we lot of shows a, we do. We have a racism podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. There's there are some podcasts out there that you know that's not what they are, but in essence, you could say that they are that because every episode they do deal with that. Because <clears throat> that's their thing, and I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that that's not our thing. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. Um, I know racism is real. I know it's out there. I know it happens, but I feel like it's one of those things that it's 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 a part of life. It's it's not going anywhere. I don't feel ever. You mm-hmm. know, I don't I don't care how mixed you know everybody thinks we'll be in 50 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. It would I think it it will change from one form to another. Right. You know, uh, but. I don't think it will ever change. Right. There's always it's human nature. We're naturally tribalistic, and it's there's we naturally form in groups and out groups. Right. And so I feel like with that, you know, it's uh, it's there. Um, deal with it. Move on. But like bitching about it every single episode, I don't feel like that's going to do anything, especially <clears throat> when some people are um, the type to use it as a crutch or a cop out. You know what I mean? Like that dude, we were, um, I don't know if you saw him, Charlie Bill, but I know Damon saw him. Uh, that guy I posted on my, uh, on, on our, on our, uh, webpage, the guy who was born with no arms and he mm-hmm. drives and, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. like a fucking engineer or some shit. I mean, yeah. like he's got like a serious job, like, yeah, yeah. like jobs better than like <laughs> right. most able body people, <laughs> right. you know? And yeah, I mean, I'm sure every now and again he, he gets down on you know the fact that it's fucked up that he was born without arms. Right. But for the most part, I know he's like fuck it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is this is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And just let me, you know, it's going to be harder for me. I'm going to have to do this or do that and I'm going to have to adjust. But I'm just going to deal with it. I'm not going to sit back and bitch about it and talk about how I can't do anything because it's holding me back because whatever, whatever. And he's not the only one. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he's he's one of there are a lot of people with disabilities that uh, overcome them every day. And they just right. They just uh, Mm -hmm. they just you know, they just do it. They just they don't even think about it. Right. This is this is who I am, and I'm I'm just going to go forward. Right. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's my attitude towards racism. It, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're born black, and it's there. It's reality. And yeah, at times we can bitch about it, or and should bitch about it. But like, not every single incident, not every single thing that comes up needs to. You know, uh, we need to do all out, <laughs> full on press. And I just don't feel like calling attention to every little thing. I think calling attention to every little incident, every little thing just minimizes the bigger picture because people are so fucking tired of you bitching and moaning. It, you become the human car alarm. You know what I'm saying? Car alarms, in theory, they were, they were like a great idea. Yeah. But guess what? They're a piece of garbage now. Because no one pays attention. Nobody pays attention because why? They go off all the fucking time for any little fucking thing. And 99% of the time, it has nothing to do with anybody breaking into anything. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's that's just my philosophy on racism and how I view it and, and why I don't like to dwell on it that much. But, you know, sometimes something like this comes along and it's like, okay, let's talk about this. And I, I like to talk about this because there's the flip side of that same coin that I was just talking about where there's people like Adam Crowe's, whatever, who, who play it down a little bit too much. You know, and want to act like it's like, you know, it's pretty much non-existent. Right. And we have a black president. Move on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And those are almost his words for, you know, verbatim in his attitude. And I get where you're coming from. And there's some truth to that. But at the same time, it's this shit is still going on. We still got a bus full of motherfuckers singing about us hanging from trees and, right. and niggas have never joined our fraternity and shit like that. Right. You know, in 2015. Right. So, yeah, it's not we got a black president move on. It's somewhere in the middle, right. you know, well, somewhere in the middle between that and, uh, you know, uh, every little, you know, incident needs to be addressed. Go ahead. I, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic than you. Yeah. Uh, although I, I think that uh, uh, from a practical side, we're pretty much the same as far as, um, you know, basically, I, I think both of us believe it's like it's out there move on uh my my point of view is that uh the thing about these uh uh, sigma alpha epsilon guys is the difference between now and 50 years ago now what they did is considered unacceptable behavior right Mm -hmm. and i think by by the the majority of the population yeah 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 Yeah. and that yes it, it it's uh it's out there uh and uh you know there are people there are people that that basically will. Dis- I mean, there's there are people will discriminate uh, based on all sorts of irrelevant, um, uh, ir- uh, irrelevant things. I mean, right? Uh, and that's that's just never going to go away. Mm-hmm. But I do like the. Uh, but there is a uh, there is a time now that we're at a point where that sort of behavior is deemed uh, uh, unacceptable, mm-hmm. right? Um, by the masses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even uh, I remember Eddie Murphy said something like, uh, "White people don't even say nigga anymore." 
especially when niggas are around. So I guess I was not. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. They do. <laughs> um, I, I one of the things I find troubling about this, and I guess in, in, in a, a, a larger issue, is the thing with millennials is um, they don't seem to know what's the difference between right and wrong. Uh, they mm. record. Stuff. I mean, I mean, you hear stories about uh, recording rapes. Uh, there right. was just um, at Venice High School. Uh, there was these uh, nine people were arrested, and they uh, were arrested because they recorded themselves raping someone. Ra- raping. Did two- somebody say right? <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> so um, <laughs> these stupid kids. Oh shit! Who let that motherfucker out? <laughs> these stupid kids are recording. Something. Who does that? <laughs> Who would be knock st- your victim down? <laughs> exactly. See now, I'm seeing eye to eye, and I got a little something for you a little later on. Oh. Later, like, a little but, cocktail. But, <laughs> I am not thirsty around you. This is one of my own concoctions. You see, it's <laughs> made from Coca Cola and the cola nut. <laughs> but, uh, I always but, wonder what this doctorate is. Apparently, it's in pharma uh, pharmacology. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> <laughs> it was in pharmacology these women would not remember anything. Ooh, that part right there. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I had a, built a better roofie. Right. You know. So so what but, you're saying I'm sorry, just no, to yeah, go ahead. clarify what you're saying. So you, to you to you what happened at SAE is more of a reflection of the kind of a lost moral compass, well, maybe. Is that uh, what you're saying? Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, uh, and I don't think that each I don't think that each and every one of these kids are like you know going to be the next grand dragon of Ku Klux Klan. Right. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it was. Oh, this is. Uh, I think part of it is racist. Mm-hmm. Part of it is. Oh, this is really naughty. Right. And, and right, 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 <laughs> this right, is right. you know it's really kind Rebellious. of rebellious. Yeah, and oh you know uh, there there none of them around. So let's uh, let's you know let's uh, make jokes about them. But I think I think the larger issue is that yeah I think millennials don't. I mean you I mean they're putting up stuff where they're beating the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're putting up stuff where they're shooting people. I mean not not you know with, right. with, with it's and it's like yeah this is this is one thing. But I think it, it's I, I think they don't. Realize like this is not something that you show off. Right. I mean, they put this on well, social media. They realize media. it now. They yeah, yeah, learn, they know now. They yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, not that I, not that I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of of the Malcolm X uh, persuasion was like, I'd, I'd rather know. <laughs> yeah. Than, yeah. than, than not know. That's true. Uh, so, um, I, I agree with both of you on, on certain points. I think that, um, to me. Look, we know, look, white privileged white kids, are we really surprised that they have racist little inside jokes? That's not a surprise. Um, I think it is uh, a positive sign, like you said, that this is now considered poor behavior, that it's unacceptable. That is considered progress. Um, What I have to say, though, is that you you said something to me, Dino, that's extremely important. You said mm-hmm. racism, we have to acknowledge it, deal with it, and move on. I think our country is stunted at the deal with it part, right? So that's why some people over kind of like we want to have a protest march if mm-hmm. you put the brown cookie behind the vanilla cookie, you know? Right, right. So, but because- I just did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, oh, oh, they're serving fried chicken for Black History Month. What the fuck? Why? Right, right, So right. What? 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 We eat chicken, goddammit. Get over it. Admit that shit and get over it. That so, is not fucking racist. It's not racist when they serve tacos on Cinco de Mayo. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, goddamn, we eat chicken. Right. So, so what? Okay. <laughs> but, but I think the point is, like... What I think that this SAE incident reflects is um, 
you know, both in a positive way that, that, that people's social or racial consciousness is changing or, you know, to an extent, but right. it also is reflects what's not changing. And it's the, it's the systemic part. That's the part that we as a country are terrible at dealing with that we don't want to acknowledge that we don't want to deal with. Right. And so, so what is what do I mean by systemic racism? So even though these white kids know that what they did was wrong and they've had some you know punishment for it, they they're actually having consequences for it. For the most part, these kids are privileged. They're going to go on to be lawyers, judges, you know, um, people, you know, politicians, people with influence in the system. And if you think that their way, you know, that their consciousness or the way that they thinking or brought up that enabled them to make a joke like that is going to change. Like it's not radically going to change. Maybe it will at this point, but the point is that people like them, you know, it's embedded in our culture. That's, that's something that we need to understand. So that's the first part. And then second of all, if you look at the media response to the, the SAE situation, not, not, not the main, not most media, but just like some, like the Adam Carollas or the Fox News, you know, their whole thing was to dismiss it. And every time there's a racist incident, they want to they want to dismiss it as an isolated, isolated incident. incident. But th- no, the whole point is that these we live in a culture and a society in which racism is endemic to the you know the systems that we like the Ferguson report. They want to act like oh well, it's just the one this one you know racist police force over here in Missouri. No, the things that go on in Ferguson happen all across the country and we need to be better about acknowledging it. You know, and the same people like the Fox News people who are like, "Oh, you know, people need to take individual resp- black people need to take individual responsibility and stop blaming whitey and raise themselves up by their bootstraps." Those same people were making excuses for the SAE kids. Well, you know, mm. it's cuz they heard the hip hop and you know and 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 black, you know, white people are so influenced by bl- what black people do, they would never use the word until they heard a you know a, a, a hip-hop record get the fuck out of here with yeah, that you know yeah, you motherfuckers invented the n-word right, you know right. get the fuck out so yeah. to me i think it's a teachable moment you know to reflect on how far we have Nicholas, come <laughs> thank you on esther you know? <laughs> that's uh, isabel sanford oh that was isabel sanford oh okay yeah. oh that's even that's better. Wheezy. Wheezy. <laughs> that was back Your when you could say that's back when you could, Yeah, that's, that's my mama. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, that's a different show. <laughs> you know, but I think it's um, a teachable moment as far as like the things that have changed in, in terms of social attitudes, but also the the distance where we need to go in addressing, you know, the dealing with it part. Like that's the part I think we still suck at. I, I, one of one of the things that <clears throat> That you said that I, 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 I you know, you said it, it's systemic and that, that, uh, that, you know, these type of the people are, are going to go on to be doctors and lawyers. I, I, I and I, I, I will say that there is an opportunity to change. And like, um, I mean, to the point, I don't know how, how much of it is, how much of what they were doing was, uh, sophomoric hijinks and how much of it is deep down in, you know, in, in ingrained racism. But I, I just think of some of the things that I, I did at 18 or 19 or said at 18 or 19 that I would never say today. Mm-hmm. And some of the feelings that I had at 18 or 19. I mean, I would likely have been involved in something similar about another group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't see that out of the realm of pop plausibility mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. well actually uh, there, there are a couple of things I did where I look back on it now where I made insulting remarks about another group because i thought it was funny right didn't uh didn't mean and, and there was a little bit of there was a little bit of uh of comedy 
Well, it was it was comedy, but it was it was uh, it was it was I thought it was cute, and there was a little bit of uh, uh, negative feelings towards that group. Okay, right. Uh, but it wasn't like I, I was going to go down and, and burn a cross on their lawn. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so I, and I'm, I'm not excusing what they did in any way. Right. But I I do think that there is hope um, that and in, in that these people. And, and and you know they uh, members of their own fraternity in, in different branches they came down upon right. them as well. Right. So so I, I don't I don't think that this is a lost cause. I don't think that. Um, <clears throat> right. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that people don't have the opportunity to mature mm-hmm. or that you think and act the same way at 38 as you did at 18. Oh, thank you. I hope that that's not the case. <laughs> I'm glad she picked 38. <laughs> You know, thanks for not playing the laugh track too loud. <laughs> but um, you know, but I, I, I that you know, and and the the you do have a more likelihood of maturing and and learning from it if there are consequences. Mm-hmm. If people, if you are corrected, right? I think we live too often in a society where people are afraid to correct it because people don't. It, it's it's almost worse to call someone a racist than to be a racist right now. Like, I think it's like people get really super defensive if you say something that they did was racist because people feel like if you say that they're a racist, you're, ta- you're calling them a bad person. Mm-hmm. And what we need to understand about systemic racism is that people of all kinds participate in it. You, you're not a bad person because you grew up. We, we live in a racist society. We all, you know... These these ideas are in us, around us, you know, and to some extent we're going to internalize them. I think until we're all honest about what that degree is and, and challenge it, we, we're not going to have an opportunity for change. I mean, I think just like as an 18-year-old has the opportunity to mature in their consciousness, I think we as a country, if we deal honestly with this stuff, we have an opportunity to mature in our, um, you know, in our democracy. Right. Well, a couple of points I want to make uh, about this before we before we move on. <clears throat> and re- and back to um in support of the uh, point that you made about how a lot of the media um kind of was, you know, uh glossing over it a little bit. I feel like the I wish I could find it. I can't find it now. I read it when it first came out and I haven't been able to find it uh since then the uh the statement that the that the uh the, the, the president? No, not that one. Oh, okay. Not that I have that one. The the statement of the 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 the, the chapter headquarters of SAE. Oh, okay. The statement that they they released. It wasn't um, the language was very. Um, if you listen to the language, it was very, you know, uh, kind of pat them on the wrist kind of type language. You know, it was mm-hmm. like. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember when I heard it was like, okay, this, this problem, I was like, this problem is not just with this chapter. I could right. tell by their response right. that, that this problem was bigger than just this one local chapter. And then after that, all these other stories start coming up about these other uh, incidents that they've had with the same fraternity in other chapters and that, and other incidents in that same chapter. So basically this chapter has a problem in a history with, with racism. And I could, I knew that immediately. By the way, that it was very, it was very downplayed. You know the right. way, and the, they addressed it, but they didn't. They minimized. Uh, they it. minimized it, right? Without like straight out minimizing it, and they didn't really condone them. Whatever. It was a, a stark polar opposite uh, to the way the president came out. And this is one of the the 
the, uh, the, one of the pros, president. the university president. Yes, right. the, his 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 statement uh, goes back to um, what we were saying about how in this day and age, you know, it's not acceptable. Why most people are are just it's just. It's a very good example, I want you know to applaud him and give him his props. But a lot of people have been doing it, so I'm not the first. But you know the way he addressed it, very swiftly, very decisively, very convincingly. Well, you know it it had the feel and the sound of a president who was about no tolerance with this. Like this is some bullshit. And uh, if you mind, Charlie Bell, you want to read this comment real quick? Uh, sure. It's uh, it's if you scroll down. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Um, he said, uh, oh shoot, I thought I had it. I don't have it. You don't have it? Sorry. Okay. To those who have mis, uh, to those who have misused their free speech in such a reprehensible way, I have a message for you. You are disgraceful. You have violated all that we stand for. You should not have the privilege of calling yourselves Sooners. Real Sooners are not racist. Real Sooners are not bigots. Real Sooners believe in equal opportunity. Real Sooners treat all people with respect. Real Sooners love each other and take care of each other like family members. Effective immediately, all ties and affiliations between this university and the local SAE chapter are hereby severed. I direct the house to be closed and that members will remove their personal belongings from the house by midnight tomorrow. Those needing to make special arrangements for positions shall contact the dean of students. All of us, <clears throat> excuse me, all of us will redouble our efforts to create the strongest sense of family and community. We vow that we will be an example to the entire to the entire country on how to deal with this issue. There must be zero tolerance for racism everywhere in our nation. President Boring. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> is his last name Boring? <laughs> well, he wasn't born at that point. Right. I tell you that. But that that's just uh, you know. Um, another another thing. Props props for, props for President Boring for that. Another uh, thing I was reading about the uh, Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity. Apparently, they've had uh, other uh, incidents uh, as far as uh, deaths as a yeah, result one of my, yeah. One in my alma mater recently. At Cornell? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, a, a black kid. Uh, al- alcohol problems. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where the, uh, the fraternity has uh, basically uh, had uh, – um, they're being watched. Yeah, um, yeah for a, a lot of reasons. A troubled history. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. they were founded by mem- you know former Confederate soldiers, so mm. that's kind of like part of their history that's mm-hmm. known. So it's mm-hmm. not that much of a surprise. Yeah. But I will say yeah. one 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 last thing, <laughs> like on a positive note, was um, and Black Twitter just gave me life this week. Did you guys see the um, the responses that Black Twitter had for some of this dumb fucking media bullshit? No. So. <laughs> This is what I love about Black Twitter. It's really like a culturally powerful thing. It it just it's humorously shows the ridiculousness of like what people are saying. So they had a hashtag this week that was so fucking hilarious. It was like hip hop records that caused slavery. <laughs> you know, so it was basically pointing out how ridiculous it is to say that hip hop right. is responsible for these people's racism. Right. And so some of the like fucking ones that had me cracking up was um straight out of cotton. <laughs> Straight out of cotton, <laughs> and then my favorite was three fifths of mafia. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you, yeah, check out that hashtag. Uh, 
it was hilarious and just showed the ridiculousness of, you know, the media response. Well, I mean, and just to make clear, the overall the overall media response was uh, negative towards. Yes, yes, uh, that's why I said it. That's this, yeah, far and large. The, yeah. Some of the um, just the you know just the, the fox the the, the the people this the usual suspects who are whose job it is apparently is to apologize for anything racist that goes on. So, in other news, um, blurred lines. Oof. That decision came down, and. Uh, I don't know. Are you guys as disappointed in the ruling as I am? Yeah, I think it's a terrible ruling. I think so too. I, I, yeah, I, yeah I, 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 it was it was uh, it was wrong. Yeah. Although I uh, I, I found it interesting that uh, um, Kanye West went before the court and <laughs> said that uh, he thought Beyonce deserved the award. <laughs> um, Stupid. I thought that was. Uh, Judge, I'm gonna let you finish. Ju- I'm gonna let you finish, Judge. <laughs> oh, you were there. <laughs> so just to catch people up, um, "Blurred Lines" is the song that uh, Robin Thicke did with Pharrell and uh, Ti, right. and uh, it it was a, kind of an ode to uh, Marvin Gaye in that era and whatnot. And it definitely had. Well, well the song "Got the- to Give It Up" it was basically inspired by that song. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so anyway. Um, they made this song, and uh, Marvin Gaye's family had problems with it. They said that basically that they stole um, from from Marvin Gaye, and uh, so there was this there was this court court thing over it, and the judge or not the judge but the jury actually mm-hmm. right the jury ruled mm-hmm. in the favor of the Marvin Gaye family, although it shows that musically <clears throat> the songs are similar. But not the same. Yeah. Which means which, they're not the same. <laughs> right. Which I thought, you know, previously the precedent had to be, you know, I thought it was established that it had to be the same in order for it to to be considered stealing. But now it seems like this precedent has set it so that if you're just similar enough to someone else, uh, then that can be considered stealing. That's I think that's going to do a lot of damage. Well, they're, they're going to they're going to appeal that. Yeah, they have. You know, to. I I. The thing that that uh, the thing I remember is they said that uh, uh, because of the way the the laws are written back in the uh, in seventy four when the song came out that the they only had the rights to the sheet music mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the um, as opposed to the the song itself. Mm-hmm. So you know it, it, it's even more so that the the fact that uh, you know as far as the sheet music goes. Um, I mean, what they had that was was just like the on the Marvin Gaye. They had the the instruments. They used the same instruments. Mm-hmm. They used the same cowbell. But the uh, and, and Dino had had put it on on. Um, uh, it, it, well, he didn't put it. On. I mean, he he showed us. Mm-hmm. But you could see that the the music was was differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, the sheet music was different. Yeah, it wasn't than, the same than song. what. Uh, and you know, it's not the first time a jury's gotten something wrong. Right, right, and yeah, and well, far from the last. But definitely, I hope they appeal it, and I definitely hope this doesn't stand. Because I mean, look, music—that's how music. Most things in culture develop mm-hmm. based on being inspired by, you know, other artists or people who had, you know, um, 
that inspire you in that genre. I mean, mm. that's why they're called genres and mm. not the same song. Yeah. Like there's certain there's certain genres that mm. couldn't exist if you mm. couldn't have a similar sounding mm. like reggaeton couldn't exist, mm. reggae, dance hall. Well, well, reggae those, is just the same song. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they all sound like they're very similar. Yeah. They have the same beat, yeah. they have the same instrumentation. That's what makes them a genre. Yeah. So I, th- I don't understand how this ruling I, th- I think what would hurt the Thick and Pharrell was the the fact that that Robin Thick was quoted as saying that he he that he was he wanted to get the same feel as got to give it up right and i think i think the fact that that you know he it was very clear that they wanted to pay homage to got to give it up right that and because of the similar sound to it people were like well it sounds like it <laughs> that's stupid yeah. well, their first mistake was having people we already know americans have horrible taste in music and a bad listening ear so to let 12 non-musical experts make a... Well, I, I actually think... No, I actually think their first mistake was because of what I heard in the beginning, that they were denying any similarities, that they did not realize that it sounded like Marvin Gaye. The first... I'm, I'm not sure... I can't say 100% that that's what they were really saying, mm-hmm. but I heard that, that, that that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And if that's what they were saying for real, that is absolutely ridiculous. And I wasn't buying it when they were saying that shit. That's ridiculous. It's like, there's no way. As soon as that song came on, that's it's like anybody who of. knows Marvin Gaye knows that even if you don't know that particular song, right. it that song embodied Marvin Gaye. As soon as that song yeah. comes on, you hear Marvin Gaye immediately. Right. Right. I mean, immediately. Right. And for them to be professional musicians and to, you know, to be in this business and to say that, they had no idea or they didn't realize this sound. That is some straight up bullshit. Right. R&B singers, no less. It's not like they're country right. artists. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, so they, yeah, they are into, they do black music. You yeah. know, they had to know that. Yeah. So if yeah. they, if, if they really and truly said that, that had to hurt them. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, uh, Robin Thicke actually did record a song called Million Dollar Baby, which sounds just like Trouble Man. Uh, mm. And uh, of course, that one didn't make all that much money, right. so no one paid attention to it. But uh, it's like that one. If they had sued him over that one, I would say, yeah, yeah, that does. That sounds exactly like uh, Trouble Man. Right. Hmm. But um, I wonder. Um, I wonder if the the rape controversy about the song also hurt them. You know, probably the, not. I don't know. I think it might have predisposed them to have a negative opinion of the song and the artists. I think when you're when you're talking about something like like uh, music, uh, and, and you know the way it's used nowadays, I, I think non musicians just don't really have an ear. That's yeah, for, exactly. For uh, for uh, you know, especially today, because so much so much of hip hop is samples and, and and do that sort of thing. So it's hard to say what uh, what is uh, what is downright stealing, mm-hmm. and what is being inspired or taking a little bit of this and uh, taking a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An average person is just stupid. I mean, let's face <laughs> it, let's call it what it is. I mean, average person, average person, I was on a jury before and it's frightening. Yeah, I, would I, ne- I would never want my hand, my life in the hands of those people. Seriously. That, that shit was frightening. I know. I would go, To be I would sitting there the with people <laughs> and was like, to hear what people were what they came up with from what was presented. Right. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Right. You were just sitting there with right next to me and that's what you heard? Right. God damn, just making all kinds of crazy assumptions that had no, nothing to do with anything that came from nowhere. Right. Some kind of weird back, 
backwoods kind of logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Juries are scary. They're scary as well, fuck. Shit, since you showed... The, um, what was the... What was the thing you were telling me? Lie witness knew. Was that Jimmy Kimmel that does the lie witness? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. since you mentioned that, and uh-huh. I, 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 I didn't believe it. I was in <laughs> denial and shit. Now I've seen it a couple of times. <laughs> really? You didn't? You didn't oh believe my it? Oh <laughs> lord! I was like, what? what? First, I just he was doing a D on me, huh? They trying to be funny. I have so many fucking questions. Like, why? Why lie about some I, shit? I, I saw a college. I saw a college on a college campus. They were asking kids that are in college basic stuff that they like, you know, who was Abraham Lincoln? You know, things right. like that. Uh, oh, wow. And, and people didn't know. It, wow. it was like, like you know. to bring her walking back. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Just name it Joe walking. The average Seriously. Joe is a fucking retard. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, people, people are dumb, dude. Yeah, dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. But there, you know, there's there's several there's several instances though where it's just I, I you know I I was looking at all the different songs that have uh, Led Zeppelin seems to be like one of the worst offenders of uh, taking other people's work. Oh and, yeah, uh, and uh, making it their own. Oh yeah, they but, they said. Do they mean, get away with it for the most part? No, no, oh, no. Okay. They they uh, they had to um, one of the one of their songs. And I can't think of the name of it. It was a Muddy Waters tune. They ended up having to uh, end up having to to you, you'll you'll see it like on certain songs you'll see somebody who doesn't fit like they'll uh, so it'll be like uh, uh, I, I forget the names of the guys in Led Zeppelin and then you'll see Muddy Waters right 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 <laughs> or like with uh, uh, that basically uh, means they stole Muddy Waters shit yeah, and had right. to give them credit for it yeah exactly. and, and uh, Surfing USA by the Beach Boys you have uh, you have Brian Wilson and, and Mike Love and then you'll have Chuck Berry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If you think about it, that, uh, it that does sound like a Chuck Berry lick. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, yeah. it was Sweet Little Sixteen. And it, yeah, if you go on, if you, yeah, there's uh, there's a site called it Sounds Just Like This, mm-hmm. and you'll have like all these different songs, and you listen to them like, whoa, it sounds way more like, uh, you know, it, it, those songs sound way more like uh, the song that they're they're accused of cribbing from mm-hmm. than Blurred Lines sounded like uh, Got to Give It Up. Right. Uh, and I, oh, one of, I, I think we talked about it briefly was uh, um, another one, Bites of Dust and uh, Good Times. And mm-hmm. I mean, those those sound almost alike. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, uh, another one, Bites of Dust has a different, you know, mm-hmm. it's slightly different. It's like, man, you know what? You know, they didn't sue each other. Right. Um, Ghostbusters. Ghost, to me, Ghostbusters is the funniest one because Huey Lewis in the news sued Ray Parker Jr., Oh hell no! Well, they, well you know, he, uh, their their song did come out first. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. But the thing that's funny is, uh, some people Huey Lewis and the News sound like they stole their "I Want a New Drug" from a Bar K's tune called uh, "Soul uh, uh, Soul Catcher." Mm. And if you listen to the songs, you'll you'll hear it's like da 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 da. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You hear that in all three songs, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's it, and it's funny. But Huey Lewis sued Ray Parker for stealing a song that they stole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yeah, <laughs> and copyright infringement. <laughs> okay, so now we're about to get into Charlie Bell's favorite topic. Every fucking year, yes. the same oh. old thing. Vindication. Every 
fucking vindication. Year. I was. I gotta vindicated. listen to this shit. How are you vindicated? Anyway, go ahead and with your spiel. Go on, break it down. Well, you say s- your piece because this is the last time we're gonna talk about it on this show. <laughs> hey, emphasis <laughs> on time. <laughs> um, you saw the article I posted, right? Did you see that? I saw it. Okay, so basically, there's um, studies showing that. We basically should stick with daylight savings time all year round. You know, when daylight savings time was first created, a lot of it had to do – it was a lot of weird things. It was to do with – Farming. Fighting germ, yeah, farming and fighting Germans in World War One and blah blah blah. Yeah. But bottom line is it saving just, gasoline. Yeah, it just makes more sense for there to be more daylight in the afternoon hours when people get off work and kids get out of school, and um, and we did talk about the problem of you know kids having because of the way school hours are that it does end up that some of them are going to walk to school in the dark, but. That's part of the problem that we haven't adjusted the school cycle, the school schedule to modern times. That's still on the, the freaking farm, you know, um, time frame. And it really needs to be synced up with p- parents' schedules. Like, it doesn't make any sense that you have to have your kids at school by 7, 7.30, and you don't, you know, and you're at work at 9. It doesn't make sense. And then the, they're out early while you're still at work, and that's when they get into the most trouble and, you know, and are victimized the most so school schedules definitely need to sync up with um with work schedules in a modern era and so well i don't even know how to how how do you even begin to do that first of all there's there is no standard work schedule anymore that's true but it's still <laughs> like, the, but but the still the majority of workers i mean you can you know look at statistics the majority of workers do still go to work between eight and nine and get off between four and six like that's just you know i want my yeah. hour back <laughs> <laughs> but, okay um, so i love it it's just it's so awesome to leave work and still have daylight time to be able to run errands or just enjoy the sun it just it helps with your mood it helps with depression it's just better it's just better man i i still haven't adjusted to my i'm oversleeping like every day yeah i get up it's like oh man it's because i I usually i used to get up at like five in the morning or like or like uh, between five and six o'clock yeah every morning now it's like every morning it's like I, I want to get up at five and then every time I wake up it's like it's quarter to seven. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not the daylight saving time that screws us up. It's the going back and forth, which mm-hmm. is what we need to stop. We really need to stop going back and forth. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I I feel like it's an hour. I don't feel like it makes that much difference either way. Uh, to me, it seems like no matter what you pick, there's there are going to be some pros and cons either way. And yeah, but the, the, so, well, so pretty much the evidence is weighing out on on my side right now. So basically, you're saying <laughs> you're saying pick an hour, stay with it. Pick a time, stay with it. No, I don't care whether to stay with it or keep changing it. I don't. I've been doing it my whole life. I'm used mm-hmm. to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't you know. But, I, but I know it's coming. Sorry. But the same study that showed that we should basically stay with daylight savings time, it does show that the the switching back and forth, people get into more accidents. Mm-hmm. There's more you know issues with people's health, heart attacks. Because it's kind of it's like it's like it's like mass imposed jet lag, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. And so it's the switching back and forth. Was it, was that, it earlier this year? So 
not this year, mm-hmm. but over the last few years, the time um, that the, the daylight savings time has extended. It starts earlier and ends right. later than oh, it okay. used to. So right. we have more of the year in daylight savings time than we did. So it's already moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. I think we should just. I, I just think the going back and forth is what screws people's bodies up and their systems, and it doesn't make any sense. I blame hip hop. <laughs> yeah. If in rap music. I blame Dr. Dre. I don't know. I guess it's it's an hour, and like I said, I feel like there's going to be pros and cons either way. So I don't really care. It's it's not. I don't have really. I don't care. Write your <laughs> please write your congresswoman today. <laughs> Yeah. Write your representatives. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Email your representatives. Oh, Send them boy. a Facebook post. So, you know those motherfuckers don't know how to use no goddamn email. <laughs> and get down with some average guy question of the week. We actually, uh, instead of having a question of the week, we have another follow-up. We have follow-up from Fed Up. So I'm going to remind you guys who Fed Up is, even though this is like her third or fourth, fifth, sixth time. And this is not a complaint. I love her. She's she's cool people. Fed Up is our pen pal. Yeah, really. She's <laughs> yeah pen pal to the show. Fed Up, you can you can write and call as much as you want. I don't care. You're you cool people. I like you. Um, Fed Up was the one who originally had, uh, she had a boyfriend slash fiance or boyfriend soon to be fiance who had a ride-or-die homegirl from high school who they were platonic and they were good friends, but she didn't get along with the girl. And even though she didn't get along with the girl, it had nothing to do with the relationship she had with her, with her man. And uh, But she didn't want her to be friends with her man either. And basically she was kind of forcing him into this her or me type, uh, to, for him to choose a her or me type situation. Uh, but then she went into the show. We gave her some awesome awesome fucking advice and she took the advice and everything worked out really well and uh so that's where we left off with her uh charlie but you want to read what she writes sure she said my friend i would just like to update you on what's been going on i hope you're doing fine um for Mardi Gras i actually spoke to the girl in context i told her basically that i did not care for my boyfriend to speak to her because I personally don't care for her, but I told her I have to realize that you are part of his life before I came into it and that it would be selfish of me to keep him from a friendship that he had before we got together. Also, if his friendship means something to him, that I'll deal with it. I'm not trying to be fake. She is well aware that I don't care for her, but for the sake of my boyfriend, she understands that I will be simple. I can't. Okay. Anyway, basically, she's going to be cool with it as long as no lines will be crossed. Mm. Needless to say, after I spoke with her about this issue, they don't even speak anymore. Mm. There was multiple occasions where they could have spoke. We were in the same building about four nights in a row, and they didn't speak. And they both were aware that I'm okay with them talking to each other. I found it a little strange that they don't speak now that I'm okay with it, but maybe it's just me finding it strange. I just want to update you guys and see if maybe that's normal or if I'm reading it wrong. Well, this is what I would say. Uh, Number one, don't worry about it because you won. You got your man and you don't have her. You got everything you wanted. And and you you did it with 
conscience. Right, you, you did, did the it, right thing. Right, you did it without being a bitch. You did it without being controlling. You did. You were trying to be the bigger person. You tried to squash the beef and tried to be friends with her. You did all the right things. So, kudos for you. Kudos for you, Fed Up. Very proud of you. Um, I would say if you're really curious about what happened, just ask him. I'm sure he'll tell you. Uh, it could be the fact that they had a falling out, you know, and the timing was just curious. Maybe, you know, it might not have anything to do with what you said or anything like that. Or um, who knows? It could be it could be that she chose to end the relationship for whatever reason. Because um, women are really impossible to figure out, even if you are one. <laughs> uh, but I, I would say ask him and get his his opinion of it. Because he, to be honest, he may not know why. As a man who's had friendships with uh, a lot of women, in there's, I would say, the majority of them I haven't a clue what what happened, why it ended. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, on one hand, don't worry about it. On the other hand, if you need to know, just. Uh, Ask your man. He'll he'll tell you what you know from his his point of view. What happened? If he knows, what do you guys say? Uh, I'm with you, Dina. Okay. All right. What about you, Charlie Bell? You got some um, different to say? Not really. I think that you definitely should ask your man. I think that it could have nothing to do with you. It could theoretically be a sign of them both being respectful. Maybe that. You know, now that they know that they can have a friendship, maybe they just felt not compelled to kind of rub it in your face and interact when you were around. I mean, maybe maybe it's not that the end of their friendship, maybe they just felt like they could not interact those days that, you know, when you were there. Yeah, maybe they're just taking a break. Right, it could be. Um, but if it, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't off the top of my head without knowing the personalities of the people involved. I can't say why you're doing what you did, which was the right thing. I don't see how that would have caused or triggered this situation. It seems to be, um, unless, unless maybe if if the uh, the homegirl, if she maybe was getting like a little thrill out of the drama, you know what I'm saying? That was being the the tension and then she put it into the tension then maybe that 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 uh you know what I'm saying she might have been like oh there's no more drama and lost interest <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just reaching I'm just well, reaching yeah one of the things I was thinking of if someone came up to me and said uh you know I don't really care for you but uh, <laughs> you know if you want to talk to my man I'm not going to I'm not going to object I I probably wouldn't talk to him when she was around anyway right I mean I might just say well I'll just wait till you know you know he, there's a more appropriate time right cuz obviously she doesn't want me around right. you know that was my first thought is mm. that they're just now they might feel more com- I mean and then I thought about what you just said you know too but I feel like that's not if this if she was really the ride or die homegirl from years back, I don't think that you would just give up a friendship because I don't think you would have been in the friendship for the thrill of the drama. Right, right. You know? right. So I think if it was like maybe some chick that he had just dated yeah. shortly before, that might that's make true. more sense. Yeah, but that's true. if she's been the ride or die homegirl for years, right. that's weird that all of a sudden the, the friendship would just be. You know, but then again, maybe it's not over. Maybe it just appears to be over to her because they seem to be spending less time together. But right, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Is that maybe they just 
didn't yeah. want to do it around her. Like I agree with yeah. Damon. If I knew my friend's you know spouse didn't care for me, I would probably not interact with either one of them right. too much and you know together. Right, right, exactly. Okay, fed up. Well, there you go. That's our opinion. Tell and us what your boyfriend says. The reason is yes. Keep us keep us posted. We know you will. Uh, okay, um, listener question, Charlie Bell. So, this is the question. I don't know why it's a question, but we don't. We're gonna. <laughs> this is from this is from uh, Chaz Samuel Jr., one of our super fans and uh, our our uh, our uh, Facebook page editor and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, give, give it up to give it up to Chaz for kind of contributing his his uh, question this week. That's funny. <laughs> so apparently, Chaz has some very open freaky na- friends, neighbors. freaky neighbors. Yeah, freaky neighbors. So his question is: If you have a neighbor who refuses, refuses, <laughs> just out and out, just <laughs> won't do it to close the curtains or the blinds, not the curtains nor the blinds, who, and they're just walking around the house buck naked. And also having sex in plain sight. Sex in their own house. <laughs> with the windows and the curtains open. Mm-hmm. Only you can see them. Should you tell them? Or should you start your own reality viewing channel complete with <laughs> binoculars and possibly a video camera? <laughs> what say you, gentlemen? Well, I say this. Anybody who's uh, walking around and having sex uh, and the windows and stuff are open, they know. They know. They know, especially if it's not a one-time thing. They know, and so you don't need to tell them. They know. They're aware, uh, and that's the game that they like or into. That they, you know, may be seen by people. They're somewhat of exhibitionists. I'm thinking, but you don't have relations in your house with the blinds and windows and curtains you and all said that stuff. Relations. Open. <laughs> what? what? Like, it's like somebody's granny. Yeah. <laughs> relations. Yeah. We used to have relations once a week. Oh. Whether you don't be fucking in your house, that better. <laughs> what the, it, it did sound strange wrong? coming from you, though. Like, you Whatever. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I mean, just you just you just know that's just something that the the uh, person knows that the. Uh, the windows are uh, the the blinds and things are open, and if they're open and they don't close them, they want them open. That's just as simple as that. Yeah. Now, uh, now, now, as far as you getting uh, binoculars and video, that's that's on you. I mean, I I think most people would probably watch if the view is enjoyable. You know, I probably would, but I don't know about getting a video camera. Yeah, I feel you might want to refrain from that. I feel legally you might be on shaky ground right. with posting it. Yeah. You know, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting the chair and some Astroglide and, uh, <laughs> wow. and, uh, and a napkin or two he's, and enjoying the get, show. He said, get your supplies ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally prefer theater. Uh, live theater. I, I like live theater as opposed to uh, Netflix. The internet. Yeah, I mean, the internet is so cheap and tawdry. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, I walk around naked in my house, and but I assume that no one's looking because I'm on the fourth floor. You know, um, ah, I'm brother man <laughs> from but, the fifth floor. But I, feel like, I feel like if you are taking the time and energy to look into my house and see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Then whatever you just see what you see. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm far from an exhibitionist, but I also feel like 
I, Obviously, you're not that far. Shallyville, <laughs> <laughs> close to an exhibition. Yeah. She's walking around <laughs> naked with the window just because she on the fourth floor. <laughs> Can't nobody see me, but if they could. I'm invisible because I'm on the fourth floor. Hey, I'm just saying. If I was, too, if I was an exhibition. I, I'm at the Norton Simon County Museum of Art. I'm an exhibition. If I if I was an exhibitionist, I would live on the first floor. <laughs> no, then you'd just be easy. <laughs> Looking in my window, you see what the fuck you see. That's just what it is. Do you see what I see? Yeah, I don't think it's any. Uh, regardless of whether they know it or not, which I find it hard to believe that they don't. Um, yeah, it's there's no reason to to tell them. I mean, they're in control of their curtains. You know what I mean? <laughs> and what, what if they're not? What if it's a cry for help? Yeah, what? right. <laughs> he, he doesn't say if they're fat or not because that that would uh that would change my mind. They're out of shape. Really? Yeah. Well, some he, people he, like BBW. Well, yeah, some people do. He he made it. Uh, it we went. We had a little, you know, more conversation mm-hmm. than what's what's in the the original letter. And he never described uh, the individuals, but he definitely uh, indicated that it was a, a pleasurable sight. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, chair, Astroglide napkin. <laughs> and also, he wanted to, as a reference to uh, last episode, he wanted to let us know that jerk pussy is real. Because <laughs> uh, Chaz is the one that's married to the Jamaican woman. He said that uh, he, he, his wife thought that uh, uh, Jamaican women had magical powers with their pussy. His wife thinks that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that, that's voodoo pussy. Right, it? yeah. Okay. Voodoo, running from my magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit if she's keeping it spicy hey she's keep, keeping her man does Nicki Minaj have a song about that Ugh, I don't know but what's funny is I just had jerk chicken last night yeah well I guess so yeah <laughs> no 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 I had I actually had jerk chicken on steak and PJ oh yeah, yeah no no yeah yeah, yeah. We, 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 get you, we get you wink wink nudge no, nudge no, no. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it wasn't last night. It was Friday night. Friday oh, okay. night. And a friend of mine invited me over, invited me and the girls over mm-hmm. oh, for cool. a, a belated birthday oh, nice. dinner. And uh, she, can, she, can, she can burn. She cooked some, uh, some jerk chicken for me. It was all so good. Mm. Ooh, it was good. So good. So good. So, so good. Mm-mm, good. Yeah, I can only imagine <laughs> what that jerk pussy must be like. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of napkins after that. <laughs> <laughs> get that towel out. Get that bib out. <laughs> Woo. Nice All right, Chaz. Well, there you go with that. <laughs> All right. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. All right. So I'm uh, about to give some shout outs to some of the people who be fucking with me on Twitter. Shout out to Love Lasting. Um, his handle is at, what is it? At My Love Lasting. That's an unusual Twitter name for a dude. When I first, when I first saw it, I thought it was a, a, a lady, but no, it's a dude. But uh, shout out to him. He's a, a fan of the show. Been listening to the show. Um, shout out to Steak and BJ Day. They, they hit, hit me up. Hey, you guys, uh, hit us up if you want to come on the show and promote your breast cancer um, 
fundraising this year. Shout out to them. They're uh, taking on that cause. Shout out to, uh, oh, shout out to our boy T. Wilson from the What Up Doe Show. Shout out to Tone Hart from the 730 Show. He may need medicine because that motherfucker ain't put out a show in like three weeks. So, yeah, he really, he may need medicine or something. Nah, I know what's up with him. He's He's got a new job that's uh, taking him away from podcasting. Get back on that grind, brother. Um, shout out to Hoopla Show. They are back. Shout out to Spirit G, who has recovered from uh, some some kind of bad uh, infection that took him out. Had him down for the count for like three weeks. So glad to have him back. He was back at our old old tricks yesterday. Missed doing the Hoopla show. Um, let's see. Who else? Oh, I want to. Uh, oh, I know I owe somebody else a shout out. I promised them a shout out. Shout out to uh, Tara Lynn, too. She's That's my girl. Um, oh. That reminds me, I want to give a little apology to Tara Lynn, Chaz, and and Lady Rowe when Charlie Bell and I were doing our soul, our uh, mano y mano show. <clears throat> I said something about I'll be glad when we get fans that like belong to us and that we didn't share with other shows and stuff like that. And when I heard it back, it didn't it didn't sound. It didn't come out the way to me when I when I said it, when I heard it back, it sounded like it sounded kind of ungrateful, you know, and I never want, you know, our people to feel like we don't appreciate them, especially those people, because they're they're the cream of the crop. They are super fans. Um, Even if they we do share them with other shows, I appreciate them and love them to death. They're they're all the greatest. So um, I, I I don't think you guys took it as offense, but just in case you did, just know that. I did not mean it that way at all. I appreciate and love every one of you guys. So um, thanks for riding with us like you do. There he is. Uh, he changed his name. Now he goes by Poe. First he was called Alan Poe or something like that. But uh, he's at Mr. Alan Poe. Thanks for fucking with us on Twitter. I think we got him from uh, Chonella. He's a Chonella listener who uh, started riding with us after I did that show. Or... Uh, at least he was riding with us on Twitter. I don't know if he's checked out the show yet. But uh, anyway, I, no, he's listening to the show because I remember I, get, I told him to give him a shout out. He started listening to the show after he heard me on Chonella. So shout out to Mr. Allen Poe. And that's about it. Okay, everybody. Um, thanks again for tuning in for another week. Please be sure to share the show. With your family, friends, and loved ones. Tell somebody about the Shiznit Show, about the Hoopla Show, about the Red Rock Podcast Network. Go on iTunes, go on Stitcher, give us a five-star review. Subscribe to us. Please do all of that. Send in your feedback. And uh, shout out to some of our top countries. Um, Saudi Arabia, Ethiopia, the United Emirates, um, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Jamaica. Shout out to all you guys. And uh, for Charlie Bell, for Damon DeWeasel Stanifer, I'm Dino Red. And that's it till next time. Holla at your boy. 
from all of our crew to listeners like you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.